Hello and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here to help spread the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has in not only building better relationships with other people, but ultimately building a more harmonious and stronger connection with Mother Earth. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to Mother Earth, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can help improve the relationship with yourself to again empower yourself so you can empower your community and empower our beautiful planet. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. Also, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, at the LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at the lyfoundation.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the LYF podcast. Monica here, and I am joined today by my teammate, fellow comrade, Rachel Baxter, and we're welcoming also all of our new interns on this episode that are here with us for the spring 2021 semester. So just really excited. It's been a year um, since we were we, since LYF became a community partner of the uh, College of Liberal, Liberal Arts internship program, and uh, just the the amount of gratitude I have um, for this program is just immense. I mean, this internship program has helped the growth of the organization in so many ways, and I'm just so happy that we can that we have this um, as part of LYF and. Just excited to see the growth of our great, great students and just to see that continued partnership grow too. So we have here um, Michelle Crisostomo, Constance Therm, Dulce Fernando, Jamie Rada Sanchez, and Ayla Baba Kiddes. <laughs> um, but anyway, welcome ladies. And I'm so sorry if I butchered your last name, Ayla. <laughs> Hi, Monica. Thanks for having us here today. Can can we also get a pronunciation of the name yes. Ayla? Yeah, it's Greek, actually. You pronounce it Babakitis. Babakitis. So you're close. Okay, okay cool. Well, we're going to start <clears throat> with our with the go-to question and uh, that I always ask on here. And it's, what do you love about yourself? And we can just go, um, maybe let's start with constant. So what do you love about yourself? And then how has this quality helped you in your life? Well, I think the thing I love most about myself is probably my humanistic perspective. And this just means that I'm more prone to be open-minded and I try to be thoughtful of other people's unique experiences and just try to be empathetic towards that. Um, It's really helped me in life because I'm naturally always looking for opportunities to learn something new. It draws me to helping spread education throughout my community. Um, For example, I worked for my school as a volunteer event coordinator. I was initially drawn to the position because I wanted to learn more in depth about the experiences others in our community go through. But What kept me there was basically the same thing, the knowledge I gained along the way. Um, I've learned about topics such as citizens of Nevada's view on clean energy and how we were able to pass question six on the ballot. I was able to learn more about the history of places here in Vegas, such as the Springs Preserve and the pioneers who built Vegas from the ground up with the help of that location. And it's really just great hearing other people's stories. Often, um, you know, 
when I'm driving down the street, I'll see someone. And um, I just start to wonder like what their journey is like and how they got to be where they were at that moment when I looked at them. Thank you. I'm happy you brought up Springs Preserve. What a place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Let's hear from Dulce. All right. So one of the things that I love about myself is my ability to know my limits and my ability to create boundaries. I know that sounds a little weird, but I've always kept myself out of bad situations that way. So I've always appreciated that that part of myself is knowing when to when something's not right for me and when something is. The downside to that is when I think I know my limits, if I'm scared of something, I'll try to convince myself out of it. So one of the things that drew me to the Love Yourself Foundation is that I'm still working on the loving yourself part of mm-hmm. life. And honestly, internships, I was kind of nervous about applying to them. So this is kind of like my push to do something. So what I love that I know my boundaries, but at the same time, I'm learning how to push myself past them in mm-hmm. the right way. That's awesome. And I think that's great. I think the younger that we were able to uh, cultivate those qualities, the better. So it's awesome. All right, let's have Jamie. Tell us, what do you love about yourself? Uh, thanks, Monica. Um, so something that I love about myself is, I would say, my persistence. Um, something that my parents instilled in me is that when you start something, you got to finish it. You know, you got to see it through. Um, so for me, uh, sometimes when a situation gets difficult, you know, I take the time to assess, um, you know, is it really worth it to go through with it? Um, if it is, you know, I try to stick things out until the end. Um, more often than not, I've later like thank myself for sticking through with something uh, because, I, you know, you always come out with more wisdom. Um, you know, you always come out with, uh, I've always come out with uh, learning something um, and an ability to, I guess, be objective, you know. Yeah, like to just sit, analyze the situation just objectively, uh, trying not to get too emotional and then, you know, decide from there. So I would say yeah, my persistence and ability to see a situation in a good and positive light. Love it. Foresight. Awesome. All right. Let's hop over to Michelle. Um, something that I really love about myself is how much I value love itself. Love is very important. I feel that anyone and everyone is deserving of loving and being loved. And it's so important, not just to love yourself, but to be open to loving anyone and everyone in all types of forms. You can love your friends, you can love your family, you can, there's so much more than just loving your significant other. And the reason why I was so attracted to the Love Yourself Foundation is because I'm really big on working on loving yourself. That's something that's a journey that I'm still on myself. And it's very important. And it's just, it's beautiful. Love is very beautiful. I believe it can make the world a much, much better place, especially when it overcomes all of the hate, all of the tragedy in the world. I truly think we can fix a lot of things just from the power of love and, you know, what we're driven to do because of love. It's it's very important to me and it's important that a lot of people have it in their lives. So yeah i think that's something that's really really important and i love that that's something i value and still value to this day 
despite things that have happened before. It's still a number one priority for me. Yes, to keep your heart open. Mm-hmm. All right. And Ayla? Uh, I'm actually glad you said that, Michelle, because I agree. I think that what I love most about myself is my capacity to love not only myself, but love other people and how powerful that is. Um, it's such a blessing to be able to see beauty in everything around you. And I think a lot of times that comes down to just being grateful for your situation. I know this past year has been really hard, (laughs) especially when it comes down to really facing who you are when you have to just not be able to go outside and live with who you are. And I think loving yourself is truly an everlasting process. I don't think you learn it and then stop. I think you do have to continue to love yourself as you grow and change. And I'm really grateful for having that ability. Such beautiful answers. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, man. So now let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about what you are doing. Uh, what is your position um, at the Love Yourself Foundation? And if there's anything that you want to share already that you've learned so far, um, whether it be personal or professional, anything that you'd, you'd like to share? I can go first again. <laughs> um, so I'm currently a junior studying at UNLV for both psychology and human services. Human services, I didn't know what it was um, at first, but it's basically just like the baby of psychology, sociology, and social work. Um, And I really would like to one day maybe go into therapy or, you know, just go into any opportunities that present themselves. But one thing that I've learned at LYF, oh, and let me just say, I'm a content writer for LYF this semester. (laughs) And one thing I've learned that's really useful is just how to use different platforms. And by that, I mean stuff like MailChimp. I remember a few weeks ago at the start of semester, we had to do a project in my class um, for this internship. And it was, what are the four most important skills? And I was looking over it and I believe one of the most important skills is technology skills. And as just like a college student just starting off, um, I wasn't really sure like what type of technology um, was professionally used. But I learned that MailChimp is something that's really great in spreading and dispersing material. And it's really user friendly. And I'm really glad that we're learning about these new platforms, because like I said, I wouldn't have known where to start at all. Um, So I'm really grateful for that opportunity. And I'm really looking forward to using like Asana, I think it is, and Slack. Thanks for that opportunity, guys. Of course. No, and that's so new to us too. So we're learning with you guys. I'll go next, I guess. So um, I'm a fourth year at UNLV. So I have one more year. Um, I recently am a psychology major. I started my first three years, I was biology, but then I switched. Um, Mainly because I was more, I was happier in psychology. (laughs) I came from a family of doctors. So it was kind of a hard switch, but made it out okay. Um, I am a admin events and writing intern here at LIF. And something I'm learning through mainly the writing part of it, writing social media posts, is being more creative and open with my writing. After the past four years, I'm very used to like academic writing. I haven't really like written from the heart in a long time. So I'm happy that through LIF, I'm finally able to start writing in a personal way again. That's awesome to hear. 
Who wants to go next? Was it Jamie next? Yeah, I'll go. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, I'm a senior psychology major at UNLV. Um, I also have an associate's in business from CSN. Um, after you know, graduation, I hope to continue my education to become a therapist. Um, I think I'd like to focus on children and probably like couples and relationships um, in my practice. And currently for LYF, I'm a content and blog writer intern. And something that I learned so far while being at LYF um, is that vulnerability um, is an asset, um, especially with us working towards inspiring others to loving themselves. Um, you know, vulnerability is really a big asset. So the more real and authentic we are about our stories, uh, about experiences, I know that someone out there uh, can relate and will appreciate us, you know, uh, putting our story out there. So I'm grateful for LYF uh, for letting me share a little bit about my story and, and point of view through through my blog posts. Yes, I love all this heart talk. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Michelle. Um, hi, um, I'm Michelle and I am a video producer here at LYF. I mostly focus on our reels and highlight videos. And I am also an English major and a film minor. And um, what I love about my internship as well as my education experience as a whole is the way I've been able to combine like storytelling as well as something I love, which is creating visual content for people. I really love um, connecting through people through stories over the screen. And um, it's really fun. And something I've learned while um, working for LYF is that um, it's hard <laughs> making content by yourself. Like it's, there's a lot of work that goes into it. Like it's not just as simple as turning on a camera and then just doing whatever. You've got to plan everything meticulously. You've got to think about song transitions. You've got to think about everything. So there's just so much work and so much love that goes into everything that we consume every day, whether it's a simple TikTok or reel that you see, or if it's like a movie, like there's no one is better than the other they're in such different mediums and there's definitely something to be said about content creators who work hard to bring a smile on your face or to make you laugh or to get those engagements um it's a lot of work and it's definitely something to that's worth taking a pause to stop and appreciate yeah i love that you said that that's so true Awesome. Last but not least, Ayla. Hi, I am the podcast production intern here at LYF, and I am currently in my last semester at UNLV. I am a psychology major, and I'm particularly interested in personality and positive psychology, which is why I wanted to intern with LYF in the first place. I love the mission. It really aligns with my own values. I would love to be able to help people discover more resources to increase their well-being. And that's really what I've learned through working here. It's, there's such a community out there. And I think a lot of people don't realize how big the community is of people that want to support you, want to collaborate with you, want to help you in any way. And it's really a beautiful thing. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. Wonderful to hear about your experiences so far. Yeah, it's always, um, you know, Monica and I have been in LYF longer. I mean, Mo Monica founded it. And 
So it's just interesting to see how people come in with fresh new perspectives. And I feel like everything, everyone has a different perspective to offer on LYF. And that's what, that's what makes it so important. Um, yeah, so I really, really appreciate you guys because you guys have already brought so much to the table just by sharing that experience. Um, and with that, I will move us to the next question, which is about our monthly theme since you guys are gonna be kicking off our, our theme. And so March's uh, theme is spring cleaning. So what are the areas in your life that you would like to cleanse out? You want to Marie Kondo them. There's some stuff in there that's not sparking joy and you need to get it out and you need some new good energy to come in. Um, actually, Ayla helped was really instrumental in coming up with this theme. So I'm excited to hear what she has to say. But um, yeah, so what are you going to spring clean this year? What are you committing to? I really recently have been inspired by Gary Vee and the whole minimalist movement. My friend, he's really into that. And it's something that's really grown traction in recent years. And it's really interesting. I'm not sure if it's exactly for me, but I definitely want to work towards um, more intention and care with the things that I own. I think that a lot of times I get attached to a lot of items and I'm like well in this one situation I could use that item or I could wear that but that situation rarely comes up <laughs> and I really look forward to um, this month paying more attention to the things that are important to me and kind of freeing up space so that other people can enjoy things when I don't anymore yeah one what is it one man's trash is another person's treasure <laughs> mm-hmm that was a really great answer. Um, I love to go thrifting. So what Monica just said really resonates <laughs> with me. Um, my answer is a, is a little bit more literal. Um, I think one area that I want to clean is probably just my environment and mental health. Um, you would think with being inside all the time because of the pandemic, um, my house would be clean. <laughs> but it's really not. And I'll be honest, like the worst part is probably my backyard. So I was thinking of maybe starting my own garden. Um, there are just so many reasons for that. First of all, I've done a lot of research on things like green space, which is just relative nature within your environment. And it shows um, that improved mental wellness can be a result of the environment that you're in and your exposure to the green space. Um, and honestly, I wasn't very surprised by this, but there's a lot of research behind this. And I really hope that just going outside to tend the garden will increase my personal wellness. Um, secondly, just completing the big project because I've been wanting to do this for a long time. I remember when I was a little girl growing up, we had a garden in our backyard. Um, I was always excited to go outside every morning to check on the growth of the plants even though it was like impossible to tell like how do you tell um i would be even happier just preparing the food that i grew um and i remember i would be with my grandmother and we would make plum jam and we would can it and it would last us for the whole year and we would give it out to everybody our neighbors our friends just whoever like people would walk by our backyard and we would encourage them to go and get the plums themselves because we just had too many um so it's kind of like cleaning out my mind for those memories and bringing back that nostalgia 
And then finally, just going to the grocery store, I think everybody can resonate with this, has given me some major anxiety. I don't want to go out in public anymore. Although I know it's healthy for social interaction, I just can't go out there. Um, so I really think being reliant on homegrown food will really reduce that built up in pent up anxiety. Um, and you know, I was talking about this the other day with Jamie and I was um, letting her know what my potential answer would be. And she said, it, it's like planting the seeds for the future for better mental wellness. And honestly, I think that sums it up pretty well. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, no, I love Constance's idea uh, of, you know, planting a garden. Um, I actually, uh, we used to, I used to live in Nebraska when I was younger. And in Nebraska, you know, everyone there has huge yards. You know, it's not like in Vegas where everyone has a little tiny um, backyards. But yeah, so in our backyard, um, we would have uh, our own like little garden with like tomatoes, uh, squash. We'd have different like herbs and stuff. So yeah, you know, planting a garden is amazing. And then I would, I, um, I would have like my own like little like chili pepper plant on the side. And, you know, watching that little plant grow was just, <laughs> um, yeah, brings back a lot of good memories. So I'm excited for you to start your garden and, you know, let us know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, so for spring cleaning, uh, for me, well, I love um, March's energy. I feel like March has like a much uh, like lighter energy, you know, it's the beginning of the spring. Um, also the beginning of airy season, if anyone's super into astrology like me. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think March, uh, I love March. You know, I've got new jobs in March. I've started so many new uh, things in March. So yeah, I think March is, you know, much more conducive to like New Year resolutions. So yeah, um, one thing that I want to work on is probably, yeah, just getting outside more, getting more exercise um connecting more with nature you know we're still we're still stuck inside the house um and probably you know we'll be for a minute so it's I think for me um I definitely need to make more time uh to get more exercise go outside connect with nature and yeah that's something that I'd like to work on Jamie I love what you said about how March feels new and like with spring and everything I truly do feel that um spring is like it felt like an eternal winter with COVID and everything, you know, everything was at a stop, yes. but mm -hmm. everything is, yeah, like everything is just slowly coming. And I always said, like, um, whenever something bad happens, spring will come again and it'll just be brighter than ever. And that's really what it feels like. And also it was Lunar New Year recently. So technically 2020 is officially over now. We've got a new year. We've got a new way to start everything. And I'm very excited. And I mean, it's true. I mean, Jamie said she got new jobs and I truly feel that um, a lot of good energy is coming and being welcomed into this year. So I think we got a lot to look forward to. I mean, the vaccine is coming out. Um, some people are starting to lift travel bans and um, fingers crossed that everything works out and everyone is healthy and we're slowly going back to normal. And at the same time, not because I feel like there's going to be a whole new appreciation for the life that we live now. Like, we're going to be like, oh, thank God, I can finally be around people. Like, 
I'm an extrovert. So this has been like torture for me these past few months. So I'm just so excited. I'm even thankful to just be on this podcast right now and be present with you guys. But I'm most excited to like just get back to being in person with everyone safely and soundly and for people to just experience life in a new way to truly just appreciate everything. Um, but to answer, answer Rachel's question, um, something I want to clean up. Since let me backtrack to when we talked about food. Um, I need to clean up my diet because quarantine's been having me eat a lot of takeout, and I'm just like, listen, we're not uh, we're not about diets or body shaming, but what's going in my body is probably not that healthy. Like I got to incorporate a salad in there or something. Like I, I ate a whole like thing of salad the other day and my body was just like, oh my God, she's finally putting something good in here. Oh my, like I physically felt better. So <laughs> I'm just like, okay, I got to eat more veggies. I got to like get something healthy in there. And it's like, I feel like when people think about changing your diet, they typically think, oh, are you trying to lose weight and stuff? And it's like, it's not about that you're all about like what makes you feel good and taking care of yourself you don't have to give up chocolate you don't have to give out give up your favorite foods just because of the way they taste just gotta incorporate a balance you know and also probably exercise because i've been on a chair and lying down for so long in quarantine and also not healthy i just know my blood circulation is just like oh god what happened to her so like i gotta get up and moving um that's something i hope we all get back into but um yeah since we're still kind of in an in-between and still in our houses that's definitely something that um i want to work on clean up my health i guess is what i'm trying to say <laughs> i'm so glad you mentioned that michelle I feel like a lot of times with eating, especially in America, it's kind of just something we do. We don't really take the time to appreciate our food and kind of going back to like growing your own food, just creating more meaning in your meals. And something that I do that I want to work on this month as well is not watch TV while I'm eating. I am horrible at multitasking while I'm eating. And I really want to be more mindful with knowing like what I'm putting into my body and also that I'm eating food. <laughs> and so I really want to work on that. Yeah, I'm completely with you guys, Michelle. I'm in the same boat as you. The last time I ate a salad was like last week. And that was the first salad I've eaten in a very long time. <laughs> but um, on the topic of Rachel's question, what do I want to clean out of my life? Um, I remember last year I had this feeling of being stuck and it kind of lasted like a long period of time. So what I want to clean out from this year is probably that feeling I want to go back to like being motivated to do work not just for the sake of doing work but it's because I want to get things done and I just I want to clean up my mental health I guess is what I'm saying so just going back to the things that made me feel good that I stopped doing during the pandemic just because that during the pandemic it just felt so dark that I just stopped doing things that I enjoyed so I want to go back and start doing things that make me feel joy and make me feel happy. But also on a more literal subject, when the pandemic first started, I was redesigning my room and then I completely stopped. So goal, another goal for this year, I guess, would be to actually get back to redesigning my room. So it's not just empty. I love all these. I think this is a great, great set of answers. Is that everyone? I wanna make sure I didn't miss anyone. All right, I think we're good. 
Um, and you guys went completely in the right, uh, like in the same vein as our, our next question, because we wanted to know what intentions you have to set for the year. So do you have any other, any other intentions we'd like to set, um, whether for LYF or for yourself, um, for personal, professional, any of that stuff? Dulce's going to get her room squared away and we're going to hopefully see a fully organized room. But yeah, what else, what else does everyone have on their 2021 to-do list? For me, I really, this is a really small goal, but I think it's really impactful. Um, this year has really made me contemplate my carbon footprint and also just how my, my actions impact the environment on a small level. But something that I have a big problem with is having a thousand water bottles around everywhere, plastic water bottles. And so th something that I, small goal that I wanna work on is just having something um, like a Brita and using, a hydro flask something that is refillable and just work towards minimizing my footprint that way it's something that's so small but worth it in the end that's my goal i love that for you ayla that's so wonderful um a bigger goal i would love to do is um continue to loving myself even more um like i said loving yourself um is such a small journey it's like a journey that you go through and as ayla said it's never something that stops and um, I definitely want to focus on doing that a lot more. Like before, I would always look in the mirror and think, oh, God, what can I fix? But now I'm just like, oh, dang, she kind of cute, you know, like listening to the right music. You're just like, oh, I look fine. I look great. And there's nothing wrong with that. I feel like society just with women, especially, they really love to put you down for like owning up to your confidence and being all like, you know what? I am good at this and I am great at this. And and then they're like, oh my God, you're being so pretentious. And it's like, no, I'm not. I'm loving myself. And what's wrong with that? I mean, am I hurting anybody? Like it's it's so different being arrogant versus loving yourself. And I feel like that's something that people have trouble treading and they tend to mesh the two together. And they're two completely different things. There is nothing wrong with going out and being all like, you know what? I am cute. I am a hardworking girl. And I own it. Like I deserve to get myself all these things. I deserve to have better, you know, I deserve a better man in my life. I deserve better grades in my life. I deserve higher pay in my life. Like it's just, it, there's nothing wrong with asking for what you deserve. And I think that's something that's really important that we should all work on, but that's something I'm specifically going to work on this year. You know, my intentions are kind of similar to yours. Um, one of my intentions was actually to say more positive affirmations to myself. Um, I really just want to get into that because this pandemic has a lot of people stressed and panic and without seeing others as often as we should, I think it's really important to just focus on our strengths. In therapy, there's actually a strategy of helping called the strengths-based approach and it focuses on a patient's strengths rather than their weaknesses. And if that helps patients in a therapy setting, then why can't I apply that to my everyday life? Why can't I use it just in the morning and at night? Um, so maybe I'll try to start a journal um, to write at least like one thing down that I'm strong at per day, just so I realize that, hey, you know, it might have been a bad day, but I'm strong at this. I'm strong at life and it's worth living. 
um, you know, maybe I can even check out some music that is based around positive affirmations. I've seen TikToks where people sing along the songs and it's like, I woke up this morning, I'm healthy, I'm alive, I'm beautiful, like, you know. Might I recommend a song? Might I recommend anything Megan Thee Stallion? Cause, oh, my confidence <laughs> has been skyrocketing ever since I listened to her. So 10 out of 10, highly recommend. And I believe in you, Constance. <laughs> I'm with you guys there. Megan the Stallion definitely has raised up confidence. <laughs> and my intentions for this year are kind of in the same vein as yours. Um, I recently I mentioned earlier that I switched from biology to psychology. My family comes from doctors. And I had this last year, this need to like defend my decision. Like I had to explain to them, like, like give out a full list of reasons why being a psychologist or being psychology major was better than being a doctor and I decided that this year I didn't want to feel shame for choosing happiness over familial expectations I didn't want to have to defend myself every time I made a decision that made me happy so my intention for this year is to be confident in my decision and not to be ashamed of it because even though they don't they may not understand why I do did what I did I know why I did it and that's that's what matters in the end because at the same time they can pressure me to become a doctor but I would be doing all the work for it anyway so in the end you have to do what's right for you and that's what I'm planning on doing this year and fixing my room <laughs> proud of you Dolce I know Thanks. it's hard you got this Thanks man I'm actually glad you touched on it because I feel like I know too many people that are going into degrees that they aren't passionate about. And it is really hard when people you love, your family want you to do something and it's not for your, it's not negatively to hurt you. It's because they want what's best for you. And it's really hard to combat that and say, you know, I appreciate that, but I, this isn't what I'm passionate about. And so I'm really proud that you've made that decision and you can be an example for other people too, that the, the work that you put in for your own happiness is more important. Yeah, you brought up um, a great point, Ayla. I mean, to this day, my parents are still like, you should just become a nurse. You should just become a nurse. And I'm, cause like the demand is so high, especially cause of the pandemic. And there's a lot of people out there with no jobs. And I'm just sitting here like, but that's not what I want. I know I'm not gonna be happy doing that. What I'm doing right now makes me happy. I mean, recently um, I dropped a class because the class, it was just really stifling the way I write and it was affecting how my grades were in my other classes. And I was just like, this is not good for my mental health. This is not good for my GPA. And it's not gonna contribute to me overall as a writer. And I think that's something that's so important. Like it's okay to put yourself first. At the end of the day, you've got you and it's all about what you want. And if you spend your whole life trying to make other people happy, then what's gonna happen when it doesn't work? Like you don't want that to be your everything. You've got to do things for yourself. It's okay to be selfish, especially if you're the kind of person who's always thinking about everyone else. Like it's okay. And um, at the end of the day, like think about it. What if tomorrow something miraculous happens and you're just like, are you happy with the decisions you've made in your life? And I think the only way to be happy with the decisions you've made is to see okay well what makes me happy what is am i doing something that makes me want to get up in the morning like 
today I was so ridiculously busy. I did a table read for my FIS class because I'm a film minor and I'm doing this podcast now with you lovely group of people. And on top of that, I'm running my shop on Twitter. And it's like, I'm so busy, but it's like, I'm not stressed because I love what I'm doing. I'm happy with what I'm doing. Like, I'm happy to be this busy. I'm happy that I got to wake up to all these orders and all these people saying how much they love my jewelry. I'm happy that I got to wake up and play a character I love. I'm happy to be surrounded by this loving group of people who share the same values as me and to be working for this foundation. And I'm happy to do my homework. I mean, it's like, sure, it's homework, but it's still like, oh, I get to write about what I love. I I have freedom to express myself in all of these assignments. And it, it's, it makes me happy. I'm very happy. And despite all of these voices telling me, well, I'm not sure if it's stable. I don't know if it could do anything else. And it's like, but I'm happy. And this is all that matters to me right now, you know, and I think that's really important. And I'm proud of all of you for working towards bettering yourselves and making your yourselves happy. I think that's something no one hears enough. I'm proud of you guys. I think it's really, really important for all of you to work towards being happy and doing things for yourself. So, yeah. Yeah, I resonate so much with what everyone has said you know I used to be a business uh, major uh, but you know definitely figured out that I wanted to uh, definitely help other people so yeah I think um, yeah I just want to give support to Dolce you know that's so brave of you to you know uh, to make that decision to change uh, your major even though you know maybe your parents may not be supportive so really commend you for that Dolce um and yeah, I think that's one intention I like to set for myself is to keep listening to my intuition, uh, believe that I'm on the right path and just no matter what, always be grateful for everything that happens, you know, good or bad. Um, you know, I wanna, I think this year as well, I also wanna close out uh, a few chapters uh, with personal relationships, of course, the past uh, career choices, uh, just, you know, clear that out so I can, you know, get ready for hydration, job placement, and yeah, just overall, maybe something else I like to focus on is uh, maybe um, like balancing like that, uh, like being like a girl boss, uh, being a boss just in general, um, but also as well like our like feminine energy, you know, like there's nothing wrong with wanting to look good. There's nothing wrong with taking care of our bodies. Um, uh, you know, getting your hair, your nails done, feeling good. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, that all comes with being um, a boss. So yeah, probably balancing my, um, I guess, male and female energy. Um, that's something that I like to to work on. So good. I'm like, it just it was nice to just hear the conversation flow amongst all you ladies. And you're also bright, man. And it makes me. I talked about this with Aaron recently too. Um, and he just talking about the joy that I have with working with um, Gen Z and just I hope that other millennials feel the same way because I think we all need to work together you know as we move forward into the 21st century I mean <clears throat> the other day I was hearing Bill Gates talk about like our the prediction right of that we have 30 years to really clean up our act um, if that with the climate. So we have to come together and unite. So I'm just, I'm grateful to be working with the generation younger, 
the younger generation. Um, and again, just we're all in it together. And if we don't work together, then we, I don't know what future we have otherwise. So it's an honor to work with you ladies, um, truly. And um, I'm really excited to see where your journeys lead all of you. And I'm grateful that I could be part of it, that Rachel could be part of it, that LYF could be part of your journey. That's what I had to say. Any, any other thoughts um, or comments, Rachel? No, I'm just, I feel so lucky to be at this point um, where we can be, you know, have, have so many new members who have so much passion for both LYF and for their own lives. Um, it's really something like special. And I do agree. There does need to be a lot of a, um, like bridging the, the generation gap, if you can call it that. Um, but bridging like generational perspectives, because I feel like there's a lot that we have to learn from one another. Um, and that the, that's the only way to create change moving forward. We can't, um, stay in that same pattern that we currently have of just writing off older generations because they're like misinformed or miseducated or, they're not going to change their mind. They're not going to listen. Just, you know, ignore them and hope you can do better. Um, we've kind of exhausted that as an opportunity. And now it's time for the older generations to look and learn and listen and be open to change and be open to learning and be open to creating whatever kind of reform um, may be coming our way because that's really the only way we're going to survive is not by having these divisions, but by having these unions and sharing perspectives. So thank you all for being a part of this. Awesome, everyone. Well, any any last comments before we uh, before we sign off? Uh, I guess a final comment is I wanted to extend my support to the community. Anyone out there that has made a change or wants to make a change. There are lots of people out there in the community that want to support you and that do support you and know that here at LYF, that's our main goal. And so just know that it, it's going to be hard. Change is hard for everyone, but loving yourself is really the first step in that change. I would also like to just mention um, thank you to Monica and Rachel and everyone at LYF for giving us the opportunity to be a part of this foundation that you've created and letting us express ourselves through you guys. I really appreciate the opportunities that we've been given here. So one extend thanks to you guys as well. I would also like to extend that thanks as well. Um, Rachel, Monica, you guys have been super helpful. I'm glad that um, everyone at LYF is so open to working with us and working with our schedules. Like you guys truly are understanding and really about helping us do things that we love and enjoy our work here at LYF. So I'm very proud to be part of an organization that values their um, interns as well as just everyone who's a part of it. I'm very, very grateful. This is a beautiful foundation you guys have built. I'm excited to see it grow. And uh, yeah, just, just thank you so much. This has been a blessing to be a part of. I'm truly, truly grateful. Um, I just wanna say, I really appreciate everybody speaking today. Um, I know as interns, we might all be scared starting this new journey. Um, and it was really great just learning a little bit more about you guys. And some of the things you said are really just going to resonate with me throughout the week. 
especially the minimalist one because I think that's really important and maybe maybe I should get rid of some stuff (laughs) yeah I'd really like to say thank you to to Monica thank you for building this foundation this is um amazing you know I've never would have thought that um never would have thought that I would have gotten the opportunity to work with people who also are on this journey of self-love. So I'm so grateful for that, you know, um, so thankful for the opportunities. Um, you know, after all of our talks, I just feel so like, I just feel so good, you know, that there's other people, you know, on this journey. So thank you for the opportunity. Um, I'm, you know, wish everyone luck and I hope that we can, you know, all do lots of great work for LYF. Awesome. Well, thank you, ladies. Appreciate all of your, all of your words. Um, yeah, today has been wonderful just to, you know, remember where we were a year ago and um, also just, just kind of everything coming in full circle, um, all the hard work um, that's been put in from everybody, from the whole team and culminating to this moment now with all of you. So here's to continued growth. Um, I'm excited to see how what the how this how this semester unfolds and just very grateful. So awesome. Well, thank you everybody and um, definitely thank you to our listeners. If you have not already, please uh, like, subscribe, leave us a review, do all the things to help our podcast grow. <laughs> Till next time. See you later. Uh-huh.